fat. The boy. The captain. Straws. Stevie. Oh, you got the old ass fucking uh, Nationals unis. Yeah. What's that like? Two thousand nine, ten. Yeah. That's when Adam Dunn still played in the outfield. Those were the days. Those were the days. Boys ran free. None of the statistical bullshit. So intuitive just to be like, well, Your stop. Mom. This is episode two of Inside the Park Podcast. I'm here with your boy, Matty Ice. Yo, yo! Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we, let's, look, uh, let's rock. Okay, so lots happened since the first episode. We got have about five, six days in between that one and this one, so hot stove kick off. What do we got? Let's a look at the board. A solid work week. Heading over to the uh, the big board. On today's agenda, we got uh, the Gene Segura trade. Um... The Goldschmidt trade and Pauly. the, and the uh, Patrick Corbin signing mm. to those Swipe. nasty, nasty Nationals. Swiped right under the Yankees' noses. <laughs> I drank the tears of the sad Yankees fans. <laughs> I, they're sweet. They're sweet in my mouth. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> First rough take. All right. Take two. Um, okay. So yeah, Sigurd of the Phils got my attention as a. Uh, as a Met fan, because that dude gets so little respect. I mean, because shortstop, we're like at a really saturated point at the shortstop position. You know, Lindor, I almost said Francisco, Lindor, Manny, apparently, <laughs> Corey Seager, Xander. There's like some real studs. Didi. Didi. Didi is another one that like should be a top five at a position, but he just plays this spot where there's just like these 24 year old studs. And Gene Segura, I believe, is 28 and is like a 190, 200 hit machine, 20, 30 steal, somewhere in there. It took off with Milwaukee in 16, 2016, I believe. 15. 15. 15. But, le- but those 2016 stats you're referring to are on in the Diamondbacks. Yeah, yeah. Figured, figured it out in 15, moved to the, uh, I believe, was he traded to the Diamondbacks? I believe he was. And then from there to the Mariners. And then the Mariners in their, uh, their current, you know, all hands on deck, they're tearing it down uh mariners swap into the fills for uh, what was, who was it two relievers two, no he came with two relievers yeah including juan nicasio actually kind of a sneaky good pickup and then um it was for carlos santana who i'm a big fan of looks like a big teddy bear mm. former catcher for the indians yeah not good thought he was gonna be the best not catcher good, in the a, league not a good catcher moved okay. to third not that good at that either uh-uh. settled in at first in kind of that john jaso walks or king role yeah, not a lot of moving over there daddy hacks though takes a big boy swing and any switch hitter with some pop and you know gets on base that's my kind of guy mm. so i like that and then jp crawford is this like the kind of the jewel that he's another one of those like those he was supposed to be a part of that wave that shortstop wave and I think, you know, nagging injuries, a lot of swing and miss in the swing, and then it just kind of, you know, you, you take that little nosedive and people just bail on you in three months. Same thing kind of happened to Ahmed Rosario. I just, I've, as, having watched, you know, the whole season, it took him a while to take off, and 
the second half he started to pick it up. But that's what you kind of ha- got to hope for for Crawford is that he just comes out, gets a little hot, and then the confidence from there takes off and throws back up. Remember, he can remind himself why he was, you know, a first round pick. Yeah, a top ten, uh, a top ten prospect at one point. He was the jewel of the Phillies' uh, farm two years ago. I mean, only two years ago. But that was, you know, that he was the man. So, you know, we hope, honestly, I hope he, uh, I hope he leads the pack for the Mariners. I'd like to see the Mariners get it going again. That would be fun. Um, really excited to watch both those players, uh, Ahmed and JP, next year. Um, but, but sticking, just going back Stay to the with, G- with the Phils, is that where you're yeah, going? Yeah, 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 yeah. Stick with the Phils. Yeah. Um, just going back to the Gene Segura thing, really quick, because I, yeah, big fan. Now I have a question for you. Yeah. Just because it's banging around in my head yeah you think they can you think the phil's now their owner this is like a direct quote the owner said they're going to spend money and be a little stupid with it i believe yeah something like that yeah it might have been be a little dangerous something along those lines but i enjoyed the swagger uh but do you think they're going to try and stick manny at third now or does that take them out of the manny market and harper is the boy at this point because there was there was word came out the other day that Harper's not a big fan of the the city of brotherly love. That that was something I read yesterday. Really? Yeah. He's not about it. I know that. And then the, now uh, the Nats owner said the Nationals came out yesterday, and the owner ex- said he's like, eh, probably not gonna be. Part don't of expect it. him. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen now. Like I mean, they got their big money guy, but still, you know, it's gonna be Harper in a different uni is gonna be different. It's man. Weird. Can you can you think it's back be to odd. when Harper was a rookie and you were yeah. like, this guy's never gonna have trouble finding a home? No. Yeah. Like ever, and then here we are, a couple of years I, later. Such a, a different scenario of where he yeah. is after last season. Yes, that there was some power, but the average wasn't there. No, uh, the could, uh, the defense was horrendous. He played like he knew what was on the line. It felt like he was playing at like I don't know seventy five percent, just not getting hurt and just waiting to get paid this season. It felt like yeah, and it felt like he knew. It felt like a little bit of a head case. Like he was aware. Of the fact that he has four hundred million dollars on the table, yeah. Plus, if he does, if he delivers that MVP, Bryce Harper, that he can be, and when he's not himself, he's one of the five or six most dangerous hitters in the MLB. And when he is himself, he's yeah. probably the most dangerous hitter in the MLB. Insane talent, yeah. It's the just... best left-handed hitter, in absolutely. The planet, you can say because you know respect to Mike, the boy, yeah. <laughs> no, the, yeah. <laughs> The unicorn that is Mike Trout. Jesus, let's not even. We're not even gonna go there. That's that's that's. We got two years to figure that one out. It more to, that's historical implications mm-hmm. of just. It's unfathomable that we're witnessing what we're witnessing. Probably the greatest player to ever play. Potentially, and we feel like nobody talks about Mike Trout the way they should. Like, I know. like, like Mike Trout should be on Sports Center every night, and he has the yeah. capability to. And it's amazing. I know he's a low key guy, and he I wants to keep it that way. But love him on the Angels, but I God, God, I want him on an East Coast team mm. so he gets the love he needs. Yes, I, you know, like as the Mets fan, you don't want him on the Phils, but that's supposed to be the team. That's like his team. Yeah, that's those are the guys lining up for him. Mm-hmm. So like, if it happens, I'm still I'm just gonna go to games. Man. We're gonna, we're we gotta gotta see, we you gotta, gotta see, see that gotta talent. See it. It's like it's like the LeBron. Like you're gonna go see yeah, a LeBron, the game. King. Yeah, whether you're a Lakers fan, a Cleveland, or Miami fan, does not matter. You're going absolutely. You, just to witness greatness. Don't sue 100%. us, Nike. Don't so, do it. So please to recap the the Phils. Sorry, Mike Trout tangents are gonna occur. It's a lot. He's, He's that good. A lot. But 
Gene Segura is a dynamic weapon that I am frightened of and that I would have preferred on any team that's not in the NL East. But I will enjoy watching him put balls in the gap in Citizens Bank and run like a demon around those bases. And he plays a solid shortstop. He's not a great defender, I don't think, but he plays enough to where the bat plays up and he's a, a, a overall he's like a three four war player and he's going to be a big big piece for them and you know I'm I'm excited and then then uh, the Phils the Phils kind of live by the bullpen depth and so those two re- two relievers are going to be really big for them and they're just going to throw arm after arm at you until you know they find they find the gems now this could be this is just something that come to me on the spot and, and this could be off but in my head in the moment it makes sense when I think Gene Segura. I kind of think when it comes to the Phillies, I feel a little bit of Chase Utley, I'll be honest. Like In what way? I feel like he's undervalued. Okay. Plays good defense and okay. just hits the ball. Just hard contact. Hard contact all, all the, the time. Field. Chase, yeah. you know, Chase had good numbers in the day, yeah. but he wasn't I mean, so Chase is a borderline Hall of Famer though. Oh, he is. Oh, okay, this, okay uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think respect okay. to the Silver okay. Fox also fuck him for 2015, whatever. It's not, it's not even I'll never forget Ruben Tejada's leg. Not even a big thing, whatever. Right. It, didn't, it didn't ruin it. It didn't. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tangent. It didn't ruin it because Ruben Tejada's good. I get that he's not good. But you had to, they stuck Wilmer Flores at shortstop. Wilmer Flores is a bad first baseman, okay? <laughs> that was, I don't like. Whatever. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Poor bastard. Kid got asked to do everything. He's got chronic arthritis in his knees. Okay, maybe not in f- 2015, but that, like, establishes the level of athlete we were dealing with. Okay. All right. It was, it was rough. So, I, that's my fault. <laughs> I, got, I got him there. That's on me. That's on All right. me. All right. What's next on the docket? Yeah, let's talk about Goldie. Oh, uh, Polly. <laughs> Polly G. That's also, the boy. Also up there on... One of the most underrated players in the league. He formerly held the crown of the most underrated player in the MLB. For like what, he's three, be- four years? He's begun getting the love because of that. Yeah. Because like, everyone goes like, you know who's great? <laughs> Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> and at this point, it's like, okay. And now the new wearer of that crown is almost for sure Anthony Rendon. Mm. And that's probably because Bryce Harper, since his MVP season, has been like the second best hitter on his team. And... Anthony Rendon is not getting half of what Bryce is going to get. No. So, Anthony Rendon, a six-war third baseman, probably the most underrated player in the MLB right now. Brennan and I have talked about um, him being a, a Mets fan. He's just been like, you know, we could get Rendon, like, cheap, like, like decent like price. Like, 140, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like, like, it's not cheap, but, you know, like, that's not... Like, Ant- like next offseason, it's going to be uh, Arenado, who's... a God, but uh, like Anthony Rendon, you know, he could slide under the radar and be like, "Oh, look, Arenado's getting two forty. How's one sixty? You know, <laughs> like, and then you're swiping like a stud, like a top four third baseman. Yeah, right, easily. And, anyway, oh, and the anyway, bat is consistent as hell. He's, and the glove is slick, and yeah, he plays second too if you need him. Yeah. And it, anyway, he did plug and chug thir- three hitter. Anyway, Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> Uh, oh, good thing, because I was just wa- about to go on a chat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Walk. <laughs> Paul Goldschmidt doesn't get enough love for being a walk machine, like mm. a consistent 390 OBP guy. He touches the fours up there with my boy Brandon Nimmo. Shout out to You Found Nimmo. Same, same. <laughs> Basically the same bat. <laughs> uh, um, 
Goldschmidt swipes bags, which is fucking crazy for a first baseman. Is he, does he got gold gloves, or is he just... I know he's well above average. I don't know if he's got any gloves. He's though. a great defender. Really solid. I mean, he's a, he's been a top four MVP candidate for several seasons. So the, the Cardinals got the big boy bat that they needed. What they wanted to get out of Marcelo Zuna and did not because of his shoulder injury. I think Ozuna came in with like 23 dingers, which, you know, fucking most teams will take it out of a left fielder, but they gave up a couple nice pieces and traded for him after like a 319 and what, 37 home run season from the Marlins? So Ozuna didn't... If Ozuna comes back in that four spot and Goldie's in the three hole... And then you throw Matt Carpenter in the one or two spot. You know, those oh. are though Goldschmidt and Carpenter are two of like the top, were the two of the top three or four MVP candidates last year. Yeah, they're Matt animals. Carpenter was unconscious for the last for two months. Yeah, yeah, out of his mind. Him and Christian Yelich were just putting on a clinic. Oh my god. So yeah, we uh, I freaking I love the trade for the Cardinals, and I like the trade for the Diamondbacks. Honestly, they had one year left, and there's. There's a rough kind of, there's a rough thing the teams have to deal with when they've got like a homegrown player that's one of the best they've ever had, and they deal with it emotionally. And you expect, you expect a few, you know, you you trade an A plus plus guy, you expect to get an A minus with control. You know, you want that twenty three year old with like all the upside. You want that Acuna kind of player to replace him in a trade. But when you've got one year of control, the price, I mean, if you're no, you know, if you're dealing with two years, let's call that a full dollar, a year is like 45 cents on a dollar, 50, 60 cents max if you're like, if you know what the fuck you're doing. So, you know, I think they killed it. I think they got, I can't, uh, bring up, bring up the guy's name, the trade if you can. I can't remember his name, but they got a minor league utility player, 37th round pick, classic Cardinals pick. Kid rakes. And then that's just the throwing. Um, Carson Kelly's my boy. Oh he is, my God. Carson Kelly has not hit, I will admit it. But in AAA, good numbers with the bat, solid when you talk about the catcher position. And the boys got a cannon. A cannon. The frame numbers and the defensive statistics are solid. I mean, we're talking B plus and with an A, A plus arm. That arm is ridiculous. It reminds me of a kid when I was like really big into Pokemon. And my favorite Pokemon was, <laughs> Here we go. was Blastoise because he had the fucking cannons on his back and he was a big ass turtle. Absolutely. That just reminds me of Kelly. Big catcher, great glove. Yeah. Cannon of an yeah. arm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, can that kid sling it? And there's nothing better mm-hmm. as a pitcher yeah. when you know you you know if there's a runner on, yeah. it's taken care of. There you go. So yeah, Carson Kelly, love the piece. You're getting five, six years of control out of him. You've got yourself a solid catcher with a little bit of bat and a whole lot of defense for the next half decade. So plug and chug, guys. You replace Jeff Mathis. Diamondbacks got themselves a catcher. He's young, but he's yeah, been Yachty. But he's been behind Yachty for the a last year, three. year and a half. Oh. Yeah, can and you think of a better trainings? Yeah, oh my. there's no one you'd want him to sit behind. Him, perfect. Posey, mentor. those are the guys you yeah. want him to watch. So yeah, we we're we are team Carson Kelly here. Huh. Luke Weaver, former top prospect for the uh, Cardinals. Kid solid. He had a real good uh, a real good debut. I believe he was derailed by injury. 
and his oh, just a touch but not like nothing crazy and then he came uh i think this year he just got roughed up a bit i, I believe his swing and miss percentage dropped about eight percent from 28 to 20 something like that and all his peripherals look good. I think it's just a mechanical thing. I think he can get, he can write the ship, and you're looking at a strong number three pretty easily. I, you know, on a rebuilding team like the Diamondbacks, it's a piece I'd love to have. I think the kid's got a lot of upside, and similar to Carson Kelly, we're talking five, six years to figure it out, and you're building around, you know, a nice little unit now. And then the uh, the throw-in, who I forgot the name of, apologies, Andy Young, 37th rounder, grinder figuring it out and just putting the wood to the ball if you can hit they'll find you a position and they found him multiple he's played third second and a lot of outfield the guy's gonna be a good piece coming out of the cardinal system what else we got matt what do you got on him i really don't i don't have much on him i have i have more on the cardinals as a general in gen the, their system organizationally i can't think of a better team that's done thing at least at least in my short time mm -hmm. watching baseball every time i see the cardinals make a move i'm like yeah that makes sense. They're working within the frames of bringing up prospects, which they do every year. There's always these yeah. no-name players. Consistently who, calling up 26-, 27-year-old players mm -hmm. who are just kind of ripening in AAA, coming up, and they're just ready. Just producing right off the bat. And every year it just seems they keep bringing them up. They're growing homegrown talent. They've got pitching, defense. Uh, th honestly, I wish the Yankees would work the way the Cardinals do more. And I Absolutely. think I think many teams do just because... I don't know. As a young fan, I just think the Cardinal way is the gold standard. Absolutely. I just appreciate the way they're one of the four or five teams you want to be drafted Absolutely. by. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Mm, they just seem to be doing right all the time, and I've always respected them and, and seen it from afar. 100%. Yeah, Gary LaRoque, uh, player development head of, or at least has a high-ranking position with the uh, Cardinals. And he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he runs a tight ship from, you know, low A, short season, all the way to Memphis. Yeah. They, uh, they run a, a hell of an organization. The, car the Cardinals do, the Cardinal way is a legitimate thing. They're really on top of their stuff. And Absolutely. It, it's just fun to appreciate it. Here, here's a quick thing. What Hit me. do you think about Patrick Corbin to the Nationals? I picked him up last week or this right. week rather. All right, are we? Am I? Am I wearing my Mets fan hat or am I just just? I try to be a little bit I'm, outside. I'm gonna have you wear three hats to be honest Let's with you. Let's do it. Hit me. I'm gonna have you first put on your GM hat. Alrighty. Then I'm gonna have you put your Mets hat fan on. Okay. And then I want to hear what Brendan has to say. Okay. All right. All right. If I'm starting with the, <laughs> we're sliding on the GM cap, which <laughs> in my, which I picture as kind of like a. Like a top hat, you know, because it's got the most power. It's like you walk in the room and you're like, oh, shit, who's the guy with the top hat? Yeah. That's how I picture the general manager. So You don't see a I'm, top hat and they're just like, yo, what's up? Like, there's some respect there. <laughs> if I'm a GM, I feel two ways about the Patrick Corbin signing. One, I like it for the Nationals. I actually do. Two, I wouldn't have done it mm. if I was a different team, I don't think. I don't like it for the Yankees. I think Cash has got a plan. Yeah. And I think Yankees fans just need to take a deep breath and understand that this isn't George. They're not just going to, like, muscle teams with money and just pay any fine. Cash is trying to – Cash has built a farm system that's really, really wonderful, pumping out studs like Andujar and Glaber, and he doesn't want to empty it to create another bloated 34-year-old roster. So – what do you mean, yeah. Jacoby Ellsbury was a great idea? You guys, a stud, bro. <laughs> MVP, 2012, 2012 MVP, seven, yeah. Thir thirty dingers, Definitely. bro. 
So yeah. Um, oh, apologies. So, no, I did Minute, that. Miniature side note. Did you know at one point there was a Mookie Betts for Matt Harvey deal on the table? And the Mets were... I, I can't... I don't want to make anything up. I don't know who said no. Yeah. But that was like... That was talked about at one point, And someone was like, no way, bro. <laughs> and I would be willing to bet it was the Mets fucking owners were like he's too valuable which i get like the dark knight you know and mookie was this like i'm sure at that point he was raking but you know you're like you would like our five nine second baseman yeah. you're like no nah, i kind of like our flamer like our ace on the mound but anyways okay can i do a quick time it's just, just me being bitter no like i've never seen a player take over the major league like matt harvey like did. the dark knight like the dark like every time he pitched ESPN. News. Everyone was on Absolutely. it. People tuned in. Yeah. I was in Chicago when he debuted against the Diamondbacks in early August. And uh, he had, he went six, six and two thirds maybe, 11 Ks, no, 10 strikeouts, and he hit a double to the left center. And I was just like, who is this guy? And he was so lean and young. And he had that Matt Harvey thing where he's in great shape, but he has a double chin. Yeah, he always always like, has the double chin had, had and a little bit of facial hair. Yeah. yeah, and then like when he by the, when if you go to his rookie year and then you jump to fifteen in the World Series, he's like he looks like Roger Clemens. He's like forty five pounds heavier, really and, he's, and he's like, I'm just gonna drive the bar down your fucking throat, bro. <laughs> yeah, there's so there's so much like. Like, is this guy, like, a, okay? Yeah. You know, he looks like he's just going, like, okay. <laughs> Lefty, right, it doesn't matter. He would bleed. He, he, had, ble- he had chronic a- nosebleeds, and he would just, like, wipe it off on yeah. his sleeve, and then you almost mm-hmm. waited for him just to, like, fucking lick it while yeah. staring at a batter, just fucking like, come on! Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Li- <laughs> poor, so, poor Matt. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, get healthy, Matt. Fig- figure your shit out. Please. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> for baseball's we're, sake. We're big fucking fans. We miss you. Anyway, so, GM hat. Big yeah. fan of it for the Nats. I think the Nats... The Nats had Harper, and he's, like... He's clearly, you know, next-level stud when he's on. Yeah. And they've got a deep lineup, and Trey Turner still doesn't get enough love. He oh, just, and he's got He's word. really streaky. Oh, but when word. he's on, he's one of... The, one of the scariest weapons in the MLB with that speed. Speed. But, uh, speed kills. The Nats like building teams on starting rotations. Yeah. They don't, you know, Strasburg, they gave Scherzer the highest uh, pitching contract in history at that time. They, you know, they, they, they traded for Papelbon. They work hard to acquire pitching. They seem to develop solid position players, and they, and they, fuck, they open the wallet. To build up the pitching. Oh, yeah. If, whereas, you, if you got the, an arm, come yeah. here. Whereas the Mets, like, kind of build pitchers in their sleep. Yeah. They actually seem to pump out starters, which is a beautiful thing. I'd love to see it. But they can't, they've can't. they struggled in the position player department, though they've had a pretty good unit. They've got a nice little nest right now that I like. Mm-hmm. But they've had, they have to go get mercenaries for their bats. It's kind of a vice versa. And they, they haven't opened the wallet to do that yet. Right. But uh, for the Nats, I like it. I like the signing. I think if you still think, you know, if you're still, if you're all aboard Scherzer and Strasburg, Rendon, and uh, who's their top prospect? Uh, Victor Robles, the center fielder. Oh my gosh, who? Freak. 70 grade arm and speed and fielding. The guy is an athletic phenomenon. 
Some hitting coach said something pretty oh, nice about him. Uh, no, Soto, I believe, was the other one. The left yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Soto was my pick for rookie of the year. Yes, he was. I, uh, I just, he was the, he was another one that got a uh, Pujols comp. I think hmm. the patience. He was he nineteen or twenty? He's a teenager. Yeah. Uh, the boy can hit. <laughs> the boy can hit a fucking baseball. <laughs> Can, can He's dangerous. He looks exactly like Sammy Sosa. Yeah, no one's talking about it. He's got like, old Sammy he's got Sosa. Like, yeah, he's got like Sosa. this broad nose that's really like alpha male, and his forearms are huge, and he's just his. He's got like a like an Easter Island head, you know. His head's so big, and when he's up there, he's just got that. He's like spread out in the box. The hands are up. And he just spits on everything that's yeah. not even... It's like inches off the plate, and he's like, not even... I'd, close, <laughs> I'd never touch that! Yeah, uh, we Screw saw, that! I saw him play at City Field, and he's impressive. Oh, my god, Almost as impressive as watching Bryce Harper play center field. That was, <laughs> which is just fun. Anyway, so, yeah, I like the move. I, like Sorry. The, I believe I've given... I've sort of kind of already given my Mets fan opinion on you, it. Yeah. Um, As a Mets fan, I kind of love it. Because <laughs> I... Uh, Patrick Corbin scares me. He's nasty. You know, 40, 41% sliders, filthy, and the Mets have a lot of lefties. A lot of lefties yeah. on the Mets uh, lineup. Why does Patrick Corbin not feel reliable? He doesn't feel reliable because he hasn't been until this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's why! <laughs> so funny. Quick note about Soto, which I mentioned before, but I had the wrong player because I'm dumb. Sorry about that, folks. Um, Kevin Long... Um, who's a hitting coach? If you guys don't know, he's he's really good. He's, yeah, he's, he's kind of the best in the league. Love for, that guy. Is he? Where's he? Where's he now? Nats. So, oh, he's put in the Nationals. Yeah, when the Mets wouldn't, uh, the Mets really didn't consider him for the manager. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I'm out. I'm out. And I kind of respect it. Kevin like, Long has coached in. Turned Dan Murphy into an animal. Both New Yorks considered the best. One of the coach better hitting coaches in all of baseball. And what was his comp of Soto? Uh, Pujols. Pujols. He yeah. said he's the closest thing to Albert Pujols. He's, or he I, said, or it was, it was. There's Pujols mentioned, but he said he's basically perfect. Like a technically his, perfect his technical, swing. Yeah, his yeah. technical approach to hitting. Yeah, is like textbook as textbook can be. Soto started in Double A. He might have even started in A ball at the beginning of eighteen. Really? Yeah, that's some and, show stuff when he, you start in Double. He just raked. <laughs> And then he just got, like, called up because they were like, this guy's kind of killing it. Yeah. And he had such a good eye, and that really helps a player. Like, when Conforto came up, he had the eye, mm-hmm. and that really helps a guy to avoid those dives down, you know, when they you just You see that all anything. the time. The young players, they just they go chasing after they everything. They come up and swing happy, yeah. And if you can't, if you don't come up hitting and you don't come up hot, it's really easy to get down, and then that can affect you in the field, you know. And I've, I've seen both sides, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Soto, Conforto, those guys have good eyes. They see the ball, and then they take the ball the other way. Rosario's the other way. He's fucking swinging at everything. Everything. His first uh, 30, 40 games in the MLB, he had a 40% strikeout rate. And now it's like 22. So, like, it's slowly dipping. He's figuring it out. So, yeah, there's it's different, different animals, man. Different guys, but... That's how they got to the big leagues, you know. So you kind of got to let them figure it out and just I coax them in the right direction. So as a Mets fan, I'm frightened because we have so many left-handed bats, and they uh, Corbin's filthy, and Scherzer and Strasburg are some of the best. So it's going to be good. It's going to be a hell of a rotation. And that if you catch them one, two, three in a series, 
You just want to win one game, honestly. Uh, I, not for you. I know, not no, for no, me. No, no, I like my boys. We're talking about rotations against I'll take rotations. My boys, <laughs> but I'll take my guys, especially, you know, if we get Corey Kluber. But, uh, That's a history. Historically. Yeah, we're not going to, we don't mm. want to jinx it, but uh, mm. shouts outs to Big Dick Brody. Mm. Brody <laughs> Get it, son. Brody Van Swaggen. God. <laughs> the Broadster. What a good looking dude. He's got it figured out. He's John Hamm, basically. Yeah, really is. Yeah. That so, movie's going to happen, by the way. Well, like Him. A, a money ball with Brody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, a, it's just like, well, you're just an agent. You can't be a, and he's just like, shut up. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Fucking Batman. So yeah, we uh, we like uh, we like where it's going. I and um, just in general, in baseball terms, I uh, I think uh, I think Corbin's a reliever in three years. Honestly, I just don't think it'll actually. I th- I see Corbin having a pretty solid year, probably another good number two, and then the injuries catch up a little bit. Because I just don't see think he can get away with throwing a slider forty percent of the time. Even though he's gotten adjusted, see when he really took off, he started taking some off and sort of in that Rich Hill mold where Rich Hill throws like fifty percent curveballs, but he's got like three different kinds of curveballs. Corbin's got his tight eighty-four that's throwing. He's throwing it out of the plate. He's throwing it over the plate to be a ball, and then he's got this low and slow that drops down to seventy-eight, and he he backdoors you and he drops it in right at the knees, and that one's a strike. So he's got two kinds of sliders. So maybe he's found a way to, you know, nice and easy work his arm and get it in the right spot. But, you know, I see him in an Andrew Miller role in three years. My friends, um, Loki Loki, pretty sure Brendan's really excited to watch him get overpaid to throw 46 innings in two years. It's going to be big in a year and a half. Yeah, I'm really amped about it. Oh, boy. Anything else on the docket? God, I think we're good for today. For, well, let's take, I'd like to, uh, one more thing. Of course. Josh Donaldson. I don't know if we talked about oh, it. You know, we in completely the first episode, overshot. We did we, not talk about we it. We didn't talk about no, it? Okay. We completely. If, if we did, though, just in case, we apologize. Now you can turn the show off. Yeah. Um, but if we're pretty sure we didn't. So Most, I don't think we did. The bringer of rain is in Atlanta, you guys. Best thing to in baseball. For sure. Okay, good, good, good. Except good, good, good. for... Except for maybe uh, Ioannis Cespedes is La Potencia, which is the power. Uh, Bring your brain better. You're biased. But just being called the power, the power uh, is I, pretty it, dope. It's very cool. Bring, it, it, bring it, it the rain tops. Puig is crazy horse. He's a dick. I don't want him. You don't like Puig? No. How do you not like Puig? I don't like Everyone it. likes Everyone. I know everyone likes Puig. Except for me. I don't fucking get don't it. Don't you not like Manny either? I don't like Manny either. I no. love Manny. I like the chip on the shoulder guys. And I have a Brandon Nimmo on my team. I've got like, you know, a Boy Scout. So, I know. But I still like the guys that are like, you know... Like I like Carlos Gomez. Like I like I like Carlos Gomez. I like people where it's like fuck that guy. Unless, but then they're like, we signed him, and you're like baller. Yeah, when he's on your team, (laughs) I get that. No, like all right, I really appreciate what Puig has done. I appreciate like the different attitude he's brought, like the bat flips, the sticking out the tongue, the kissing the bat. He's making baseball fun. Yeah, which I love and I respect and I get it. I don't want him on my team. Okay, yeah, I got you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Okay, so. All right, I'm putting you on the spot. I didn't give you nearly enough time to think about this. I'm ready. I will give you. I really think about anything. I'm gonna give you. I'll give you six to seven seconds of pure thought. Oh shit! After I hit you with this, is there a better infield than Donaldson, Swanson, Ozzy Albie's, Freddie Freeman? All right. 
Just the four. We won't talk catchers. <clears throat> okay, done thinking. Um, Red Sox come to mind. We got Devers. Yeah, Donaldson over Devers, right? Yes. If yeah, get, it's if, yes. If you get one year, it's yes. We're talking one year. It's yes. If we're not, doing, obviously we're not going like long, we're yeah, not going yeah. forward. But I got yeah. You. So like okay, so Donaldson over Devers. Mm-hmm. Give me Xander over Dansby. Dansby, are we in? Are we in? Uh, are we in on him. Bust? Mode? No, yeah, we're not Dansby. busting. Okay, no, I know you're a Dansby. He's got guy. the lettuce. Yeah, got Vandy. There's Ken. gotta be more than the hair, man. Dude, I watched his college mixtape about a hundred times already. I'm in, bro. Flames. Was that logic <laughs> so music? Much yeah, I think it was like Man of the Year or something. Yeah, yeah that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Just Bob's production. Shout about, out. It's all about the lettuce. Um. Alright, okay, he's so, not been good. So that's one and one now. Yeah. Second base, Ozzy. Ozzy Albies. For sure over Dustin. At this point, yes. Yes, yes. yes. Skill wise, personally, and I'm, I'm who's personally. At, who's at first base for the Red Sox? I'm rotating. You know? it's, okay, <laughs> Red Sox were a bad pick. All right. <laughs> not, not, not <laughs> I get it. I get it. It was. Alright. Okay. Here's one for you Rockies? Oh, let me chew on that. I don't know who their second baseman is. DJ LeMay, who's a free agent. Well, that was what I was... Last, <laughs> let's say last year's with uh, Arenado, Story, LeMahieu. Don't know. Is it Ian Desmond? Ian Desmond? I know Ian yeah. Desmond worked in it first, and then they were like, it's not Ted. you don't like this, do you? And he's like, not at all. <laughs> None of this. What did you, you do before this? It was like, short stop. <laughs> okay. And then center. Um, I'll tell you what. If Manny... I guess, like, you know, Manny's worth, like, two points anywhere he goes. But if he ended up on the Phillies, it'd be Manny, Gene, Segura, Cesar Hernandez, super underrated. Walk machine, steals mm. a lot. Mm. And then Reese Hoskins is back at first. Is it really? Big boy, Reese. Huge. One of the worst defensive left fielders of all time when they forced him to go out there for Santana. You know, he's throwing partners with uh, Real Muto in the uh, Japan series. I want that guy so bad. Like, <laughs> I want JT so bad. They catch every day. JT, just be like, just just like grab Jeter with your big, strong Oklahoma University hands and, and just, just be like, the Mets! Or whatever you want. You know, like, it's up to you, but like... <laughs> It's like no, it's nowhere. No, like it's up in. Like, it's like really your prerogative, but like do it though. Here's a thought. I was thinking about this earlier okay. in the podcast for next podcast. Okay. I really want to look at that um, that Marlins trade to the Cardinals for Azuna. For Azuna, I want to see who the Marlins got back because if Azuna's yeah. not the same after the shoulder, let's just let's bring up all the Marlins trades. What are the? Let's well, not. We to, don't have to. What happened to that bag of balls? <laughs> they traded for Stanton. We don't have to go. Over I saw. All okay. Those. All right. I'm Okay, tangent. This whole fucking show's a tangent. But yeah, welcome okay. to it. Fuckers. All right, I'm sorry. We're just spraying baseball. But all right, we're setting up the email, and if you send us an email, and if we get enough to say, like, knock that shit off, we'll stop, okay? Yeah. But until then, we're fucking fast and loose. Let okay? it hit. We're God. also going to do, um, we're going to hit all the social medias. We're going to be Instagram, yeah. Facebook. We're going to have it set up, and when we have those names exact, yeah. we will lay them out for you guys, and we would love and appreciate any kind of follow we'd love any actual like feedback too because we would like to do something that you like listening to yeah right now this is what we like talking about and we're gonna keep doing it but if there's something specific you send in questions hypotheticals that's my favorite shit is getting like questions trade ideas all that shit 
hit us up. That so, would be most ideal. I can tell mom I've gained some more friends. Absolutely. And she might believe me. I had no idea where you're going. I was no. like, are we really talking about your mom right <laughs> no, now? Man? Not yet. She's a saint, but uh, that'll be a different. Sweetest uh, woman alive. God. So anyway, mm. shout out to mom. No, Dorothy, don't you, mm, my mother. Dorothy Mantooth <laughs> is a saint. God damn it. <laughs> All right, we're keeping my mother out of this. Um, we're going to do the social medias. We're going to do the Patreons. Um, not the Patreon, the Patreon account. Um, we're going to do uh, plenty of stuff. We're going to hit you up with the email. Twitter, Graham, email. Twitter. We're going to release all, all that normal stuff. Places, guys. Yeah, all that, you know. You'll find us. The we'll coffee shop. We'll, you, will, stuff. you will find the Inside the Park podcast. Yeah. We are going to annoy the shit out of you. God, God we're going to be. <laughs> Everyone but if you listen, feed. if you li- if you actually listen to us, like beginning to end, or just some of it, like know that I actually love you. Like I'm not Joe. I like like you're a friend. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is Matt is Matt is giving me the hard stop that, <laughs> but I mean it. Like I would act. I actually care for you as a human being. If you <laughs> if you even give a shit about us, so that would be great. This is starting to sound like a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> you want to cut it? I'm great with cutting it. All right, guys. We will be back next episode with a winter meeting, a pre-winter meeting kind of idea thing. We That was horribly pitched. But, yeah. Got the point across. A preview. That's the word I want. Winter wanted. meeting. Some, oh, it's the pre-Christmas Christmas for baseball. The pre-Christmas Christmas for baseball. It's a stocking stuffer of free agents. It is. For, what, we got December 9th through 13th. 13th, I believe, Sunday to Thursday, and they basically just take all the general managers and stuff them in a hotel and then just shake the box and see <laughs> and they're like, make a trade! And do it! So they're, and they're in Vegas, so, you know, this Ooh. is where Brody makes his money. Anything can happen. Big baller Brody. We want... Uh, okay, I'm going to save all my takes for the next episode for Brody. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much.